It's the David L. Gray Show. I'm your host, David L. Gray. I'm cutting through the clutter to offer a fresh cap of perspective on what's current and relevant. Welcome back to the David L. Gray Show. It's been a while since I've been here, back on the podcast. Since the last time you heard from me, I've gotten married, been on a honeymoon cruise, started a new job, and passed an intense summer course of patristics for the graduate degree in Catholic theology that I'm close to finishing now. So, it's been a very busy time in my life, and there's just a lot going on in the world that demands some thoughtful perspective. I've been commenting more than I would like to about the presidential election on my Facebook page lately. If you if you don't follow me there, please do follow me on Facebook and all the social media platforms that I'm on. I've never really wanted to make my podcast about current events. I, I like to talk about timeless truths and ideas. And Hillary Clinton's recent selection of Tim Kaine and as her vice presidential running mate touches upon the idea that I've been talking about this season about hero virtue and what does it mean to live as a saint in the 21st century. Okay. Once again, the Democrats have followed their agenda, their, their long-established agenda to weaken the Catholic Church by elevating a heretic and a coward to the highest levels of government. This list has no end in the Democratic Party, but it has Joe Biden, our Vice President, Secretary of State John Kerry, uh, Minority Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, Supreme Court Justices um, Anthony Kennedy, Justice Sonia Sotomayor, and now Tim Kaine at the top. You know, if a person who calls himself a Christian but went out and killed a bunch of people in the name of Jesus all Christians, universally, would decry that that person was not a Christian, clearly, because Jesus taught against murder and devaluing human life. But but when a Catholic publicly flaunts, as Cain does, that they are Catholic, but that they intentionally disregard church teaching and for, for matters of public policy, there is no universal rejection of their faith identification. Hypocrisy. But but I, I suppose if, if men can identify as women and women can identify as men and dogs can identify as cats, I suppose Cain, Pelosi, Biden, and the rest can identify as Catholics. I mean, I, I'm completely confused as to how the secular media and, and even his Tim Kaine's pastor is calling Tim Kaine a devout Catholic. And then adding, oh, by the way, he supports abortion rights. I mean, what in the hell is that? Doesn't devout mean seriously committed? Is that, is that what the word means? Is that the definition? Am I, am I stupid or are they stupid? How can you use the word devout and disobedient in the same sentence? What is this? How does that happen? Does anyone know? I don't know Mr. Tim Kaine. But but I'm sure my friend's infrequent cold sore is more of a devout Catholic than him. 
I mean, at, at least her co-sour is committed to doing something. Co-sours aren't flakes. They don't. They don't say that they're one thing and do another. And I and I tell you, it doesn't help when the Bishop of Rome, the Pope, the Holy Father, the Vicar of Christ, refuses to use the words radical Islamic terrorism. He he, he flat out refuses to acknowledge. Out, out of ignorance, out, or just, I don't know, it's intentional, I, I don't know. But but he, he refused, refuses to acknowledge that in the Quran, the Muslim's holy book, they are called to commit jihad, that is holy war, and impose Islam on the entire world. Now, I completely understand that there are those, those Muslims who I like to call bad Muslims, who do not follow the Quran literally. But I, I believe that the only way to follow the Quran is to follow it in imitation of Muhammad, their their prophet, their founder of the religion. Muhammad practiced not just internal jihad, not just the internal struggle, the struggle within, but he practiced external jihad as well, killing people throughout the Iberian Peninsula, from Mecca to Medina. Those who would not submit to Islam. I mean, those are the facts, people. I mean, like it or not, the founder of Islam taught and practiced external jihad. And those who commit external jihad today are following in the established way of their founder, which I believe is the only way to follow the Quran and to be a good Muslim. Yet, we have a pope who compares jihadists with individual Catholics who act contrary to Jesus' example in his teaching by committing violent acts. We have a Pope who is saying that the roots of violent jihadism is not the Quran. That he's saying the root of violent jihadism that, that kills people is idolatry and money. What is this all about, people? I mean, this is what people are asking. What is, what is this all about? This is about the words we use and the words that we fail to use. Lord, forgive me for what I have done and for what I have failed to do. Never the thing itself, right? 
words are never the object. But we use words to describe the thing, to describe the object. Words are never the object itself, but they're used to describe the object. Words are a creative way to paint the picture of the object. For example, if I say the word tree, I have an image of a tree in my head right now that, that may be different than the image that you have in your head of a tree right now. So, so this is why Tim Kaine's pastor is able to call him a devout Catholic. Because in his mind, a person can reject the teachings of the church, a Catholic, can reject the teachings of the church and still be called devout. That's what this word means to him, devout. Scary, isn't it? Words. The beautiful thing about being in an active relationship with God is that through daily communication with Him, our words become related to the Word, Jesus Christ, whose Word is always true for life and giving. When we are in a relationship with Jesus Christ, we're like the man who left his parents' home to cleave to his wife. Like him, our words leave their attachment to selfish ambitions and cleave to the cross. I had a kid um, who I I used to mentor. Um, and, And there were times he would call me upset and crying, talking about how his mom was calling him a nigger again. His mom is white, but apparently was raped by someone much darker than her, black or Hispanic, I don't know. But, and I used to tell my client that words are just a collection of letters. and He can assign any value and any emotion to those letters he wants. It's up to him. And so about, about a year goes by, and he finally got it. And he decided to never be hurt again by her words. He stopped assigning any power, any value, any emotion to her words. Again, the most that human words can ever do is create images that that stir emotion. But the word of God, his word creates more than just images. It creates life. And and it stirs more than emotions and memory. It stirs us to holiness. The deeper that the word of God penetrates. This is what I figured out. that, That the deeper the word of God penetrates every aspect of my life. The more that my words become related to the truth. Let me repeat that. The deeper that the word of God penetrates every aspect of my life, the more my words become related to the truth. And, and, And get this. The words that people use <laughs> to create that their little images for us tell us everything that we need to know about them in their relationship with Christ Jesus. Both the words they use and the words they choose not to use are either for the purposes of love and truth 
or for apathy and deceit. You know. As for the things popes say at 700 feet in the air, and the things that, that politicians say to get elected. You know, the, you know, the only thing that I never told my mentee is that in as much as words only have the power we assign to them, we are actually no more better than those people who use words for apathy and deceit unless we refute them with the word of truth. We're no better than them unless we use our words that are related to Christ. This is heroic virtue. This is what it means to be a saint in the 21st century. Being in relationship with Christ, allowing His words to penetrate us, and allowing our words to speak the truth. Lest we fall guilty of not only what we have done, but what we have failed to do. Speak the truth at all times. Speak the truth at all times. And if necessary, post them on social media. This is the David L. Gray Show. Talk to you soon. But until then, blessings and shalom to you and to yours.